question. Are you ready to reach new limits? It's time to change your family tree and redefine industry. Enough with all the cliche, cookie-cutter recommendations about finance, business, and life. You found the podcast to give you the tips you need to create the unconventional lifestyle and outcomes you've always wanted. It's time to build your own systems and play your own game. You're tapped in with the one and only Dan Nicholson, and this is Rigging the Game Podcast. Listeners, I am super excited to share with you that my book, Rigging the Game, How to Achieve Financial Certainty, Navigate Risk, and Make Money on Your Terms, is finally available. If you want more details, check it out at riggingamazon.com. Welcome back to another episode of Rigging the Game. Today is going to be another short episode where I'm going to talk about commandment number two, which is we must understand the difference between preference versus binary. And when I talk about binary, I mean right and wrong. And we tend to live in this world, and maybe it's through conditioning. You know, we grow up where we have to ask for permission, and we're, we're given grades on things where there's a there's a right or wrong, that we tend to view the world as if there's just a right and wrong in almost everything that we're, we're dealing with. But the reality is, is that most of the questions that we're asking ourselves about business and life are not right and wrong. It's a preference. It depends. And it depends on what you want. And for many people, when they hear that, that can be incredibly freeing for them. Like, oh, wait, it's what I want? I guess if it's what I want, then I get to set the rules. And if I get to set the rules, then I have a tremendous amount of freedom to live my life the way that I want to live my life. But for some of us who are maybe a type A personalities, maybe we align with uh, getting good grades, that's a lot of part of our identity, is that it can become very overwhelming and disabling. Like, wait, it's what I want? But I th- there's gotta be one way to do this, right? Like, wh- where are the answers? Just tell me the answer, come on, please. They're very overwhelmed. And this kind of connects back to playing your game. We talk about the Sun Tzu quote in our Certified Certainty Advisor program that's know yourself and know your enemy and you can fight a hundred battles without peril. And that's so true that a lot of success in business and in life is about knowing yourself. Because again, most of the questions we're faced with are preferences. So let me give you some examples of what I mean by that. Should I grow my business? Well, it depends. What do you want? Some people might want to uh, 10x their business. Somebody else might want a business that's more of a lifestyle business. Both people happen to be right because it's what they want. Should I work with my spouse? Should I do this marketing campaign? Should I, should I, should I? Now, first off, should I, the statement should in and of itself is a good way to create anxiety for yourself. It's one of the 10 cognitive distortions. But that's a whole other discussion, maybe a future podcast on that topic. But the reality is, is that the answers to those questions were all, it depends. Because if you were to go to Google right now, this is a way that I figure out, is this a preference-based question or is this a binary right or wrong? Is it, well, what would Google do? I go there and I write, should I work with my spouse? And I don't know what the number of hits back on that query would be, but it's probably millions of different uh, results. And you can start to read through those. And the outcome is that, that you're just more confused because you've got 20 different, 30 different, I don't know how many different permutations of ways that you could, could work with your, your spouse or reasons why you shouldn't. 
And so you go through all that. And if you're viewing this question as binary, you're left with probably more anxiety, more uncertainty, more sense of powerlessness over the outcome. And so intuitively, you go, well, if there's this wide range of answers, then there's no right or wrong. Asking Google or Alexa why the sky is blue, you can get some scientific answers. There's not going to be thousands of different results that, that, uh, that are wildly different viewpoints on it. Like this is more of a binary right or wrong to that question. But so many of the questions that we're asking in life are preferences. And that means we have to look within, which in a way gets us back to commandment number one, which is every action needs to get us closer to what we want. And that also requires us to know what we want. So again, this is more of an internal battle that we face knowing ourselves. And with that, there's a few recommendations that I have for you uh, to try to avoid that guilt, shame, anxiety spiral that you might go through. Number one is that you reserve the right to change your mind. Okay, so whenever you're presented with more data, you reserve the right to change your mind. To me, that's a sign of someone who has a lot of personal fortitude, strength, is fairly egoless. Those of us who came up with a decision and we just can't move off of it, even in the face of more data, that's a very ego-based, egocentric outcome. We just want to be right. But what's the consequence of that? Consequence is not actually getting closer to the things that we want. So give yourself permission to change your mind. You reserve the right to change your mind. Your preferences are going to evolve and change is the point that I'm trying to make. So that is the first and perhaps a number one recommendation, but part and parcel of the number two recommendation or takeaway that uh, I want for you is to recognize that preferences, what you want is an infinite game. We continue to evolve and realize that what we wanted in the past isn't what we want now. And that's okay. Again, we reserve the right to change our mind, but this is an infinite game. You're gonna to continue to evolve, have different perspectives. In fact, there's this chart, maybe you've seen on the internet, Dunning-Kruger, and it shows how uh, it has on one axis, your confidence, and on the other axis, your competence or your knowledge. And this really nefarious thing happens, which is uh, early on, when you have very little knowledge, you have this peak of confidence. Of course, we know these people on the internet, the irrational confidence person who is spitting all this so-called wisdom and representing himself as a guru. Uh, and in fact, in their points and the way they're sharing things, you can tell that there's a lot that they don't know that they don't know. Now behind every peak is a valley. And the same is true in this Dunning-Kruger effect, which is once you start to realize that all the things that you don't know, you don't know, your confidence plummets. And it almost goes to, down to uh, zero, zero confidence, back to where you were when you first started. And at that point, at that moment in time, that's when most people quit because it's hard to reckon with those feelings of guilt and shame and anxiety and so on and so forth. And thinking and reflecting and ruminating on all these thoughts of things that you thought that you knew and you gave people these recommendations and you have to realize they were flawed recommendations. And so it's hard not to give up in those moments. But if you push on, then that's when you can become a true expert or true guru. The point of all of that is that 
we recognize that that is the case, that it's just the truth that in any new endeavor, we're going to probably peak in confidence early and then it's going to get hard. So we can just anticipate that that is the case. Um, but furthermore, we're just recognizing truths about ourselves and the way that we might be behaving when we're confronted with realizing that we were wrong and that we've changed our mind. And so when we change our mind and we have to tell everybody else that that happened, uh, we have this big ego hit and we have a drop in confidence. And that's all to say that we should have expected that from the beginning. There's nothing wrong with you. That's just part of this infinite game of life and our evolving perspectives and realizing the things that we didn't know we didn't know. With that, I'm going to wrap up and just remind you that part of our operating system is to change our orientation from the most amount of effort, the most amount of risk, and the consequence being the least amount of options towards the least amount of effort, the least amount of risk, so that we have the most amount of options. I didn't say no effort because many of you are, your little effort is more than everyone else's effort. I didn't say no risk because for some of you, your little risk is still more than everyone else. And so it's all relative, um, but we're changing our orientation so that we can play our game and get closer to what we want, because otherwise, what's the point? I hope you enjoyed today's show as much as I did. Now, if you're interested in learning more about my book, Rigging the Game, How to Achieve Financial Certainty, Navigate Risk, and Make Money on Your Terms, go to riggingamazon.com. If you're interested in joining our next cohort in the Certainty Certified Advisor Program, go to certaintyu.com.